Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Lydia Williams. So this morning, we are continuing looking at the Sermon on the Mount, and I've been given the passage, Matthew 6, verses 1 to 18, but I'm just going to focus on verses 5 to 14, because there's quite a lot to cover. Uh, But I would encourage you to go read uh, the whole passage after HGC Daily. So starting at verse 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. So to start with, these verses highlight how our attitude towards prayer and how we pray should be. You know, prayer is all about having a relationship with God and talking to him. It's not something that we do for show. And Jews actually had a strict pattern of prayer and prayer was at the centre of their day. They had many good quality prayers. In their heads, uh, the Jews and the disciples knew the words of so many prayers. And yet here, Jesus is showing them another way to pray. They wanted something new in light of their relationship with him. And actually, this passage shows that there were some aspects of Jewish prayer which Jesus was concerned about. A tendency to want to let everyone know what they were doing rather than prayer being an intimate conversation and the length and wordiness of prayers. Um, You know, it's not the words and being seen that is important. And here Jesus is saying, cut out the babbling. It's the heart and soul that's behind the words that matters. So what is our attitude when we pray? Are we trying to show off? Are we using lots of complicated words to try and seem holy? When we pray, we are approaching our father and we are having a personal conversation with him. We don't need to show off or use long, complex vocabulary. We can be vulnerable and honest with God. Uh, We're having a chat with him as our best friend. Jesus' example of prayer here starts with the words, our father. Well, what is fatherhood all about? It's about a relationship. And in this case, a relationship between God and humankind based upon the love of a father for his child. Um, And then the Lord's Prayer goes on as an example of how to pray and as an example of how our attitude should be, both in relation to prayer, but also in relation to our relationship with God. So this prayer is all about submitting ourselves to God humbly, 
and wanting his will to be done on this earth. It's about us having relationship with God and asking him to show us his love and comfort. And it's about us being able to show that love and comfort to the people around us. It's about us spreading God's kingdom. It says, love God and love others. And this prayer is an example of what Jesus goes on to say is the greatest commandment later on in the book of Matthew, when he's asked, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replies, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And then he goes on to say that the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. We should love God first, and then we should show that love to other people. Now, the verses that come before and after this section on prayer tell us how to actively live this out. How do we love God and enter his, into his kingdom? We put him as number one in our lives. Now, one way we can practice this for ourselves is through fasting. The act of fasting brings us closer to God and it teaches us to rely on him. How do we spread God's kingdom and show love to others? Well, one way we can do this is by giving to those who are in need. In both of these activities, we should do them humbly and without showing off. And doing these things are about our personal relationship with the living God. So to maintain and grow this relationship, we should invest in our prayer life. I'm sure each of our prayer lives ebb and flow. Sometimes we might find it really easy to pray. Other times it can be more difficult. But we all know the importance of prayer. And the first thing we should do in any situation is turn to God in prayer. Uh, James 5 verse 13 says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. So whether we're happy or sad or troubled, however we might be feeling, we should always turn to God in prayer. But how do we pray and what is our attitude when we pray? So as already mentioned, prayer is about our relationship with God and we should pray humbly. When we pray, we can come to God just as we are. And the Lord's Prayer is a great example of this. It is short, and not only is it short in length, but it is short on flowery language and it's short on waffle. So this new year, you might have a goal to improve your prayer life. In this lockdown, you might be finding more time to spend in prayer. We can pray to God anytime, anywhere, and just have a chat with him. So I thought this morning I'd suggest a few ways uh, which we can keep our prayer lives exciting and engaging uh, at the start of this new year. So perhaps you could keep a prayer journal. This year I've kept, started to keep a prayer journal for the first time and I'm really looking forward to looking back at it and seeing what prayers that God has answered. I know sometimes it's easy to forget when God has answered prayers, so keeping a journal is a great way to keep track of this. Perhaps you could go on a prayer walk. We might be in lockdown, we're still allowed to go out for walks. Um, we can go out for walks alone with people in our household, or we are allowed to meet up with one person from another household. Um, and I find prayer walking a great way to make me think of new and different things and people to pray for. Um, and praying for people in our local community is also really important. Perhaps you could get creative with your prayer. Maybe you could make a prayer wall or you could draw or doodle your prayers. Maybe you could light a candle or hold a prayer cross. Prayer doesn't just have to be us sitting alone in silence. Uh, tuning into HTC Daily every morning. That's a great way to um, pray. It's great to be part of the HTC Daily community and to pray together. And we've already thought about uh, unity this morning, haven't we? And praying with other Christians is so important as we are united in the love we have for Jesus. 
And finally, uh, praying together and praying for each other. Praying for each other is a great way to support each other in our walk with Jesus. So I'm just going to pray for each of you now. Yeah. Yes, Father. Uh, we thank you that when we pray, we can come to you exactly how we are. And I just want to lift up each person on this call to you this morning. I want to thank you that they tuned in to HTC Daily this morning so they could talk to you and they could pray. Um, and I just ask that you're encouraging each one of us to spend time in prayer with you. Please help us feel motivated and excited to pray. Amen. Thank you, Lydia. And today we prayed for the prayer life of our church, that God would ignite in us more and more a passion to, to speak to our Father in prayer and to listen to him. And we also prayed for unity, both that it's the week of prayer for Christian unity and also for unity in the United States today as Joe Biden is inaugurated as the next president.